Greetings my fellow believers in Christ. Um, today we'll look at the first reading for Holy Mass which was taken from the first Kings, first book of Kings chapter 18 from verse 17 to 40. Um, for this week, um, since Monday, the readings have been showing us the miracles that God worked through Elijah the prophet. And today it's one of the readings that I really love where Elijah proves to Ahab and the people of Israel that the Lord God of Jacob is the true God and how people had come to believe in Baal as being the God, but Elijah shifts their mindset and thinking. Um, well, when Elijah came to Ahab, Ahab got very irritated and said, It is you, you troubler of Israel. However, the first striking thing about Elijah is that he is firm. And he says, I'm not the one who's troubling. It is you and your family with um, your ways of following Baal. And then God gives Elijah the strength to challenge what has been the societal norm ever since these prophets of Baal came in. So he demands Ahab and says, now summon all Israel to meet me on Mount Carmel, including the 450 prophets of Baal and the 400 prophets of the goddess of Asherah, which is which were attached to Jezebel's household. Well, Ahab listened to Elijah and he did exactly that, you know. The most striking thing about Elijah is that in spite of the challenges, he always remembered his mission as a prophet and he challenged um, what needed to be challenged. And which brings us to understanding that in our mission, we have to be very clear as to what is our mission and be able to challenge levels of society that are not doing things right because if you are a prophet you need to bring the truth the light to the people so when the people summoned in mount Carmel, then elijah in his confidence said how long will you sit on the fence if the lord is god follow him and if baal is god then follow him now elijah helps the people to descend he, he brings in an important element of life, which is decision-making. Sometimes we remain in the fence about certain things in our lives, whereas we have to decide. Now, Elijah was like a torchbearer for the people of Israel, helping them to make a choice and to stop being you know, sitting on the fence and not knowing where do they fall. Sometimes we need people like Elijah in our lives who will push us and, and say, please make a choice, stop sitting on the fence. 
Um, and the, the amazing thing in this miracle is that Elijah was the only prophet of the Lord that was left, and he was fighting against 450 um, prophets of Baal. Here we, we get to understand that you don't need a crowd to prove your philosophy, to prove your belief. If you believe in God, God gives you the strength to fight the thousands that stand against you. Um, well, it was simple for Elijah. He just said they need two bulls. The prophets of Baal choose their bull and they build the altar and offer the bull as a sacrifice. But the condition was that the God they call should bring the fire on that sacrifice. Um, well, the people, the prophets of Baal invoked Baal. They called on the name of Baal. And from the morning, afternoon until um, noon, they've been crying and crying and saying, Baal, answer us. They were even dancing. It's an instant that Mo, um, Elijah then mocked them and said, call louder. Maybe your God is sleeping. You know, I'm sure he, he really irritated them with that. But he wanted to show them that their God is a false God. And then Elijah then comes to, when it comes to his turn, well, the prophets of Baal were unable to call on Baal to bring the fire. So Elijah took his turn and said, um, well, he prepared he repaired the altar of the Lord, which had been destroyed by these prophets. He repaired the altar. I mean, this is very important to note that we have our own spiritual altars, our own inner altars that sometimes are destroyed by the false situations around us or are destroyed by maybe unfortunate situations or hurtful situations around us. And it is important to repair these altars. So you repair the altar in preparation for a new beginning. Elijah repaired that altar so that when this new beginning starts, the people of Israel may believe that the Lord God of Jacob is the God. Um, then he took 12 stones which represented the 12 tribes of the sons of Jacob, which was named Israel by the Lord. And with these stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord and dug a trench around it, you know. Now, Elijah building an altar using these 12 stones it's a reminder that the foundations we lay in our lives, in our spiritual lives, are very important. He could have took five stones, four stones, but in particular he took 12 stones which represented the 12 tribes of Israel. In other words, he wanted the people to understand the significance of laying a proper foundation, of remembering where they come from sometimes we we grow we 
experience things and tend to forget where we come from. Now this part reminds us that the foundations of our spiritual lives are very important because these 12 tribes had been through a lot in, in exile as well as in the desert until the promised land. Now, um, he took the bowl and then laid it on, on the wood and asked them to fill four jars of water and pour it on, on the whole offering. And they did that three times. Now, numbers are very important in this miracle. Three times. We often believe that three represents the Holy Trinity. Maybe Elijah did this deliberately and said, pour three times. And if, if, if you do your calculations properly, it's four jars three times, which means 12 jars. Again, we get to the number 12, the 12 tribes of Israel. It, it's a reminder that everything we do in our spiritual life has a significance in our lives. So then at the hour of the regular offering, the prophet Elijah came forward and prayed. Lord God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, Lord, answer me, and let this people know that you, Lord, are God and that it is you who have brought them back to their allegiance. And then immediately the fire fell on the offering and consumed the whole offering. Now, at the end of it all, Elijah just says this simple prayer. And in this prayer, what is important to note is that he's not doing it for himself. He says, so that people will know that you, Lord, are God. After laying the foundations, the spiritual foundations, we become heirs of the kingdom of God and whatever we do should be for the glory of God. That is what Elijah did. And God answered Elijah immediately. Now, I want us to look at something here. Our faith is strong. Strong enough that we, when we are tested, we are able to rise above. Now allow yourself to go deeper into your faith. Lay the spiritual foundation so that when you pray to God, there's that spiritual connection. And from there, the people of Israel acknowledge that the Lord, the God of Israel, is the true God. It took a lot of courage for Elijah and a lot of faith because you may believe that your God is present, but without the faith, you might end up not even doing the miracles that your God will do through you. Thank you.